Welcome to Trojan Talk. I'm Ryan Young, and we have a, a special podcast today. It's not going to be the full multi-guest, hour-plus-long podcast you've become accustomed to here. This is about getting you a great interview right away. I talked to newest USC four-star commit Julian Simon for 20-plus minutes on Sunday evening after he announced his commitment publicly Sunday. And we got into a lot of stuff, covered a lot of ground, and I think you're going to find he's he's one of the one of the best interviews that you're going to hear among a, a prospect. He's really thoughtful in his answers and gave a lot of great insight about his recruiting process, why USC was the right choice, why now was the right time, why inside linebacker is the right position for him, what his talks with Tyler Orlando and Dante Williams entailed, what schools were second in his recruitment behind USC. I don't think he's announced that elsewhere yet. And then uh, some good stuff at the end where I ask him about some of his high-profile teammates from the elite FSP 7-on-7 team that USC is also recruiting. So I didn't want to hold up this interview by waiting to put together a full podcast. We will have a longer podcast, I believe, later this week. There are some really cool guests in the works but I wanted to get this to you immediately. I'll just riff a little bit at the top here about what it means. If you go to trojansports.com, you'll see our commitment analysis piece where we really kind of break that down from all angles in terms of what Simon's commitment means for this class and what kind of player USC is getting with him. Our rivals analyst, Adam Gorney, does a great job of giving his thorough scouting report with each commit, and I thought he had some interesting thoughts this time. But what it means is it means the momentum continues for the Trojans. It means this defensive staff continues to make its mark and reinforce the immediate impact it's having. Bear in mind, while USC was the first ever offer for Julian Simon years ago, back late in his freshman year, entering his sophomore year, the staff had changed over. His lead recruiter, Johnny Nansen, was let go. And there was a bit of a gap in communication between the program and the prospects. I talked to Simon in February out of the 7-on-7 tournament in Nevada. And at that time, I said, how often are you hearing from USC? And he said, well, you know, not so much right now. But he was still very interested. He's always been interested in the Trojans. But them being his first offer just had a special impact on him and, and stuck with him. And he'll talk about that in this interview. But my point in all this is saying that this new defensive staff really got this done in a matter of a couple months. Dante Williams, the ace recruiter USC hired away from Oregon, comes in and becomes his lead recruiter. He had been recruiting him at Oregon. He picks it up here. And, and takes the torch and, and really kind of quickly, quickly reinforces how much USC wants Julian Simon and helps Julian Simon realize how much he wants USC. Tyler Orlando, defensive coordinator, plays a key role because he's going to be Simon's position coach uh, with the linebackers. And then Michael Hutchins, uh, graduate assistant, was also key. But it's it speaks to what the staff is doing. We've already seen it. I mean, they've... They've landed four-star safeties, Anthony Beavers and Kalen Bullock. Three-star safeties, Marion Gordon, who's probably going to be a four-star guy eventually in this class. They've made quick inroads and, and closed a lot of quick deals, and this is another example. What does it mean for the roster and depth chart? 
Well, USC signed no linebackers last year of any kind. But now they have Simon coming in. He's the number 108 overall prospect. That might change this week as Rivals unveils its new rankings. But as of last week, he was the 108 overall prospect in this class. And they have Ma'ag Natiote as an outside linebacker who was an early commit. So they're addressing a couple key areas of need. They needed to bring in some inside linebackers in this class. They get a good prospect in Simon. But he's a versatile guy. He could certainly be an outside linebacker. He could be a safety. We'll see how that shakes out in the future. I know a lot of people have questions as to why inside linebacker is the position they're recruiting him at. Well, I'm going to let Simon answer that himself in this interview. But overall, he's the 11th commit. He's the eighth four-star among those 11 commits. And if you've listened to the previous podcast, you know that the other three commits, the three three-stars, all individually have potential to be four-stars by the end of this class. So uh, good things continue to happen for USC recruiting. And if you are on the Trojan Talk message board, you are well aware that good things are expected to continue to happen for USC recruiting uh, probably as early as later this week. If you're not on the Trojan Talk message board or subscribe to our site, you are missing out on this intel and information, and you should take care of that right now because we have a free trial, a free trial through September 5th. It's crazy. It's a crazy deal. Free premium access from now until September 5th. No commitment, no strings attached, no no hidden language. Use the free trial. Stay as long as you want. Promo code USC2020 at sign up. Promo code USC2020. And if you go to Trojansports.com, there's a big banner on the homepage that advertises the promo. It's at the top of almost every story that I post. You can just click the link. It's really easy to find. I've been tweeting it out. No excuses. Take advantage of it. It's free. Get in. Join the conversation about this wave of commits and who might be next. Without further ado, I'm going to get right to it. And again, this will be our only guest today. It's kind of a mini podcast, but I think in terms of banging for the buck, uh, you're going to feel pretty good about this one. All right, we are very excited to welcome into the show Julian Simon, the four-star athlete from Tacoma, Washington, commits to USC on Sunday, another four-star addition to this class. Julian, congratulations, first of all, and how are you feeling after making your decision? I'm 100% certain about, you know, USC and where I want to, you know, take the next step of my life as far as college. Um, I'm just, you know, it's kind of like really like a a heavy burden has been lifted off my chest. You know, I can finally focus on me, focus on what I got to do, you know, and prepare for my senior year. Why were you so sure about USC and why was now the right time to make it official? I feel like just the relationship I had with the coaches, the fit, you know, with the program. I fell in love with USC as a school. Um, and when I made the decision, you know, it was like, man, like there's really no turning back. Like, you know, today's the day. And I had no doubts. And, you know, that's when I figured out, you know, USC is is, is the best place, you know, for me. And I would, I would just say that really, like yeah, like I said, those, those relationships, um, it was a, a really big part of why I went to, uh, I committed to USC. I felt like no other school really um, can compete with USC as far as, you know, everything I was looking for in a program. That's why I made it, uh, you know, decided to make it official. And I wanted to do it on a special day on Mother's Day. 
I watched your announcement video. It was very well done, and, and you covered a lot of the ground there. And you talked about that relationship with Dante Williams, Tyler Lando, and Michael Hutchins. And I just want to talk about those guys. You know, I, I talked to you in February out of the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament in, in Las Vegas, and at that time it sounded like the communication uh, wasn't too active with USC. There had been a coaching change on the defensive staff. What happened in these last couple months with those guys to kind of sell you on this? Um, really, I feel like, they, first of all, I just felt like they did a great job, you know, uh, as far as keeping keeping in touch with me. Uh, they would call me, like, I'd literally get a phone call from each of them, like, literally every week. Like, there wasn't a week that they missed in, you know, about two to three months. Um, and I just felt the love, and I, you know, Dante is a guy, you know, that I was, that I talked to at Oregon. So I already knew him pretty well, and I already had a pretty good, you know, relationship established with him. And then Michael Hutchins follows suit, and then Coach Tarlando. So, um, just really, uh, I just felt like they did a great job of making me feel like you know, like they can, like I can trust them. You know, just having having that trust, and you know, it's kind of like a bond that I have with those coaches. And you know, each is special, and each is uh, each is uh, very well trusted. I want to talk about each of those guys a little bit. Dante, obviously, USC hires him away from Oregon. How much have he been recruiting you there, and, and what is it about him that, that makes him an effective recruiter and helps connect with you guys so well? I think it's just him, like just him as a person. Really, he's, he's one of the realest coaches, you know, that I've ever been around, and he keeps it real 100%, but it's kind of like tough love, you know, and I, I you know, I just I appreciate him for that, and he was like one of the main dudes I was, you know, talking to me through the recruiter process, uh, just even at Oregon, you know, when they first extended the offer. So, you know, like I said, um, I've known him since, like, freshman year. So, you know, I've had a a pretty good established relationship with him. But, yeah, just like I said, um, he's just just one of the realest, you know, realest coaches. Um, He gives it to you straight up, you know, just gets straight to the point. And, you know, I I can connect with a person like that. And then Tyler Orlando comes in, defensive coordinator. Is just a high energy guy at all times. Everything I hear about him is just like just constant energy. What was his involvement, and how did he kind of resonate with you in this process? Right. So uh, he is the, the he's my recruiting position. So he's the, the linebackers coach and also the DC. Right. So you know, just just the trust that you know he had in me. I'm um, really because I'm like one of his first recruits. You know. For SC because you know he just came in uh, last January and you know he really hadn't got a chance to really recruit guys so I'm literally like his first recruiting linebacker so you know just him trusting me and I and I can see the trust and I can feel it on a different you know different level of just we're, we're gonna have a good relationship down the road uh, I know he's gonna give me a lot of chances because like I said I'm, I'm one of his first linebacker recruits so. I just, he's just a good dude. I mean, nothing but positive things to say about him. Uh, he was at Texas. You know, Texas is always known for some pretty good football, so he has to know what he's doing. So, you know, just a great coach. Definitely. When I talked to you in February, you didn't know what position you were going to play at the next level. You're a versatile guy. I saw you playing safety with the FSP 7-on-7 team. You obviously played a lot of offense for your high school team. How did it come to be that inside linebacker was was the position for you here? Um, I would just say 
it was more of my choice. Um, you know, about two or three months ago when the relationship started, they would ask, they, they, um, Coach Dante Williams asked me, he was like, okay, but what position do you really see yourself at? And I said, at the end of the day, you know, if I had, if it was just cut down one, uh, linebacker, you know, and more of that cover up place where, you know, I'm not getting, you know, taking a lot of blocks, but, you know, being able to use my athleticism and show my versatility to cover, uh, like you said, I, I play a lot of positions. So, you know, it's, it's pretty good to, um, be able to just show my versatility and also um, having a shot. It's going to give me a shot to play at running back too. So I'm just thankful for the opportunity to be able to, you know, showcase both of my abilities on both sides of the ball. Oh, interesting. So there's a chance we might see you in the backfield at some point. Yeah, there's a chance. I'm, you know, I'm not saying nothing set in stone (laughs) right now, but definitely, you know, they, they might be able to work something out. Well, going back to linebacker, how much did you play at that spot in high school? Uh, I would say, so first year, my first year as a freshman, I played safety, which is crazy. Uh, and then we decided to move to a four-two-five. me being the nickel spot, because my, you know, my coaches realized, okay, he can, he can cover up, but you know, he's a, he's a pretty good cover guy, but you know, he can also help us in the run game. So that we decided to go to a four-two-five, where I'd play the nickel and how about stop the run and, be able to um, just be able to show, showcase my abilities. And then, in, in talking with Coach Orlando, what did he kind of explain to you about how he sees you operating in that defense at that position, and 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 why he thinks that you can be a good fit for him and, and his scheme? Right, I would definitely say the same thing. Just being a, a an athlete, um, we had talked about uh, before the commitment and everything. We had talked about how good of a fit I am actually um, over a Zoom call. And he showed me film, and he's like, look, like, this, like, a film of him uh, coaching at Texas, he's like, this is the position I think you should, you, you could play at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could really, like, bring your position to life. And he uh, he said, um, just the, the linebackers they have right there, he said, I would stand out because of the athleticism piece. Um, he said they're kind of more all more middle linebacker type players. Like all of their linebackers are more middle linebacker type players. So me just being different from the rest, setting myself apart, I feel like that would just give me a chance, you know, right off the bat. So um, just, yeah, like I said, the, the athleticism and showing my versatility to cover and stop the run, uh, he felt like that's where I, a rover, rover position is a good fit for me. Good stuff. So the rover position, did he give you any like uh, player comparisons to guys he had coached or guys he thought you might like kind of play the same role as in that rover spot? He didn't really give me a comparison, but he showed me like you know guys in his past that you know he, he were, that he thought I reminded him of. Uh, so I would say more or less, you know, I'm just kind of like it's kind of like it's me. It's different, you know. Sure. I want to be a different player. I want to be Julian Simon at the end of the day. Um, comparisons. Comparisons are sometimes a great thing, but you know, at the end of the day, you always want to make your mark and be different as you know as yourself. Definitely. So you had a lot of options, a lot of great offers. You put out your your top, I think it was seven list a little bit ago. In the end, who was the runner up or the number two school in your recruitment here? Uh, I would definitely say if it wasn't USC, it would have had to be. I'm going to go 2A, 2B, uh, Texas 2A, 
and to be Stanford. Very good. And at what point did you actually get to the decision in your head and you knew, okay, I'm going to announce on Mother's Day, but, but but this is it. This is the right pick for me. This is done. This is where I'm going. I, com- I actually silently committed uh, about two weeks ago, April 26th. Okay. Um, right. So, and I just wanted to, you know, kind of, I wanted it to be a, a cool moment for me. And I and for, you know, not only for me, for my family. I wanted to basically promote the whole thing while doing it on a special day. Uh, so I, the decision was already made up in my mind that I, USC was the right place for me on April 26th. And then it was just, um, it was actually a, an idea of Coach Dante Williams that, you know, I should uh, announce it to, you know, everybody on, on Mother's Day. Um, so and I thought that was a great idea. So, you know, I was like, yeah, that, that, you know, I should do that. That would, that would be a special day to do it for my my mom and my family and just have a good time. And that's exactly what took place today. Yeah, we all watched the video on Instagram Live and you had your family right there with you. What was the rest of the day like with them just kind of being able to celebrate the end of this this process? It can be a tough process at times. And what was the rest of that day like just being around them? Oh, man, it was just, it was like a, almost like heaven. Like, you know, <laughs> no one really knows what heaven feels like, but... <laughs> That's great. So, so how do you see the rest of your recruitment playing out? Obviously, there will be schools that don't give up. They're going to keep coming at you. How do you handle the rest of this process? I feel like, for me, USC is the right place. Um, they could they could sell me on some, you know, on what the, whatever they want to sell me on. But for for me, I think I'm, I'm going to lock it in with USC. And you've been to campus a few times. You had told me previously, I think you said you, were, you went to a game in October in the Coliseum. What was that experience like? And and when you were there then, could, were you kind of envisioning what it would be like if, if you did go this route and then if you did choose the Trojans? Right. I wasn't really thinking that it, you know, about it at the time. But, you know, I really loved the game day environment. I really just wanted to take it all in and just enjoy my day, you know, as a recruit there. It was almost like kind of taking a little break because, you know, it was during the season and usually, you know, they have off, you know, I mean, in-season training as far as, like, you know, I'm my facility at this feet. Um, so I kind of just took a little trip, you know, to, to L.A. and just, just sat back and kind of just took in the whole experience and I had a great time. You also told me in February that it was a big deal to you that they were your first offer way back when, I think it was in the freshman year, leading in the sophomore year. Obviously, that was a different staff in a lot of ways, but did that still matter to you in the end that this, this was the first school that really kind of identified me as someone they wanted? Um, it was, yeah, I would just say that they had a special place in my heart. You know, just, I mean, it's like, I can't really explain you know, to the people that haven't been offered a scholarship before, but it's just really like this this school is like the first one to believe in you. And, you know, the head coach that, you know, is there is still there. So, you know, I, I knew that the belief was still there. Um and I'm just I'm just I'm blessed to, you know, get the opportunity, you know, to to carry on my college career at USC. And like I said, like it was all it, since day one, it's been a special day, a special place in my heart. Excuse me. And um, I just felt like it's just crazy how 
happened because two years ago as a freshman, somebody would came up to me and told you know told me, oh, you're going to commit to USC, watch. I was like, you're crazy. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm going to see what's going to happen. You know, <laughs> USC is not my final choice. But it's just crazy how you know, it ends up being my final choice. I had no idea, you know, you just have no idea how it's going to work out. And, you know, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't be more thankful for an opportunity so big as this. It really comes through very sincerely how much that this means to you and how, and how sh- sure and resolute you are in your decision. Um, just a couple last ones for you. Have you gotten close to any of the other guys in this recruiting class uh, for USC or any of the players already on the team? Right. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, I have a really, really good relationship with Chris Still. Um, he's like a, a mentor to me, a bigger brother, someone, you know, that's I, that's going to be a part of this. You know, he's going he's gonna to be a part of my journey at USC. And, you know, he shows me a lot of love. Um, he texted me right after and was like, you know, like, welcome home family because, you know, it truly feels like I'm, I'll be at home, you know, just because of the relationship i built. And also, not only him, just Elijah Winston, uh, linebacker at USC. Um, they're, they're like two other brothers, you know. He he went to, he uh, did FSP, so, you know, we got a, a connection deeper than football. And I feel like uh, just having those, like, people like that, you know, that's been there, that, you know, knows what's going on at USC, what knows, you know, what they got, you know, going on for just me as a, as a young athlete, um, and being able to kind of go on, you know, be under their wing and just have them help guide me will be great. Um, also, I built, you know, really good relationships with the recruits that I've already committed, um, like Anthony Beavers, uh, Maximus Gibbs, uh, Jake Garcia, Brandon Campbell. I mean, pretty much, I mean, really almost all of them that have committed, I, I know pretty well just from like just being around and, you know, seven on seven and that kind of deal. So, you know, uh, I have really good relationships with USC. Good stuff. Well, with Chris Steele, how did that connection form between you two and how did y'all get so close? Uh, I would definitely say it probably started two years ago, me as a freshman uh, playing in a seven on seven tournament. I think it was Adidas, Adidas Regionals, um, two years ago down in L.A. Uh, he was, at the time, he was playing for, I want to say, Ground Zero. And uh, we played against each other, actually, which is funny. And, you know, he, he saw my work ethic. He saw, you know, he saw that I was going to be a special player. And, you know, he was kind of like, like, you know, <laughs> like just, man, like he was just a good, a good, we just commemorated and came together and was like, yeah, I like your game. You know, it was kind of just respect at first. And then uh, I would later, you know, find myself in these shoes, you know, picking um, picking up offers and offers. And, you know, kind of we kind of just stayed close as, 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 a, as a unit, as brothers. And as, as my recruitment picked up, you know, from USC a couple months ago, he was always in my ear about it. And, you know, he was always – He's just always a person that you know. It really was, even if it's not about football in general. Like we were, we would just talk. I would play video games with him. Like yeah. he's really close with me. Like you know, so he's just a, another you know, like brother figure that I can have in my life. Very cool. Obviously, USC has a lot of recruiting buzz right now. 
eight commitments since March 11th. It's, it seems like every week there's another big guy jumping on board. How much did that momentum play a factor in making you more comfortable with this decision? Right. Um, I would say not a lot, but definitely, definitely it helped because it's like, okay, I want to go. So I'm going to commit somewhere, you know, with, that's a good fit for me. But I also want to bring some people, you know, along. I want to have good, you know, recruits. You know, you don't want to just go to a, a college with, you know, pretty much where no really, no really, really good recruits or, you know, some somebody you know that you can play with because I feel like if you do that, it will make your, you know, experience a lot worse, you know. So yeah. just having somebody, you know, you know and you connect with that you've known even before USC, I feel like just it's, it's way better. And it's, it's just better for just the class in general and having a, good relationship with recruits that, you know, to the school that you're committed to and they're also committed to just builds that brotherhood very early. And that's how, that's how teams, you know, get good. It's chemistry. So, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Well, this is my last question for you and building off what you just said, obviously we've talked about your seven on seven team, your training program, FSP, one of the elite training programs really in the country, but especially out this way. And USC is, is recruiting some other guys from, from that team. Uh, JT Twimalau, I'm going to mispronounce every time. Uh, Denzel Burke, <laughs> Troy Franklin. Uh, what are the chances of, of maybe another FSP guy joining this USC class before it's all said and done? Um, I can't really, you know, I can't really speak 100% on behalf of their names, but, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely going to say the chances are really high of, a, of another one of um, joining. So, you know, I, I, I was working on it <laughs> way before I even committed because I knew, like, okay, this USC uh, place is special. So I kind of just knew. So I was, like, you know, trying to get, you know, just get USC in their ear. Um, and, you know, all of them have a pretty good relationship with USC. So we'll see what happens. But I would say the tensions are definitely high. Awesome. Julian Simon, thank you so much. That was awesome. I know the fans enjoyed hearing from you. And congratulations on your commitment. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. That is our show. That is our podcast for today. But, again, not the only podcast coming down the pike. I have some other cool guests that I will package together hopefully later this week, maybe by the weekend. Keep you posted on the message board. But thanks to Julian Simon for doing that and for offering his insight. And, you know, obviously we're going to have a story about that interview on, on, on the site. But I know that, that the fans like to hear straight from these kids and get a sense for them that way. So I thought he was a terrific interview and I wanted to let you guys hear the full thing yourselves. Thanks to Julian and thanks to everyone listening. And once again, if you are not subscribed to Trojansports.com, there's a real easy way to fix that. There's a free trial. It starts whenever you sign up and it ends September 5th. Great deal. Promo code USC2020. USC2020 at sign up. Get the free trial. Join the discussion on Trojan Talk. Read about the latest buzz as to who might be the next commit coming down the pike. And get access to all of our other great exclusive content, our in-depth features, our exclusive interviews, our uh, consistent recruiting coverage, our team coverage, everything is available with the free trial. With that, we'll see you next time. Thanks.